Hey girl, welcome to the Empower Her podcast, where we are all about taking purpose-driven action toward building lives we really freaking love. My name's Keisha, and I'm a saucy 29-year-old who left the corporate world to go on to build a seven-figure online business. But most days, I still feel like I have no clue what I'm doing, but I'm obsessed with the process of us getting to figure it out together. We've got epic guests, incredible stories, tips, and tricks to help us get out of our own way and unapologetically make some moves. So girlfriend, let's do the damn thing. Hey girl, I'm so excited that you are here today because on the show, we have a powerhouse young female entrepreneur named Natalie Rogers. Natalie is the CEO of The Classy Network, and this is her third company. Her first one she launched when she was 18 years old as a senior in high school. But The Classy Network launched in May of 2018 and did six figures in its first six months. It's because it's built around a brand about empowering female entrepreneurs with stylish products. My favorite being the anti-blue light glasses. What's really cool about Natalie is she's learned how to navigate this world as an entrepreneur at a really young age. So she talks a lot today about imposter syndrome, dealing with the ups and downs of being an entrepreneur. And she gives us a lot of really tangible advice about branding and building community and taking action before you know all the steps. She is knowledgeable and excited about life, and you are going to love this interview. I can't wait to dive in. Let's do the damn thing, girl. Natalie, I'm so excited that you are here. Welcome to the show, girl. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much. And congratulations on this podcast. It's been amazing. And the guests that you've had on the show, I'm honestly really honored to be one of your guests. Oh, I'm so excited. I just think you have such a cool perspective. You have an amazing story. What you're doing right now is incredible. So for anyone who doesn't know, tell us who Natalie is and tell us kind of a little bit of your backstory of how you got into entrepreneurship as such a young entrepreneur. Okay. I know. I do have a bit of a story because I own a couple different companies. I'm currently 24 years old and I started my journey as an entrepreneur when I was 18 years old. I was a senior in high school and entrepreneurship came to me. I did not know what the word entrepreneur meant. I had no idea what that entailed at all, but I actually had my aunt. She works at a daycare center. She's a director there. And she knew that I played soccer. I played soccer my entire life. I loved kids. I still love kids. And that was just my biggest passion. And she, as a director at that daycare, she said, Hey, Natalie, you should start a business and come to the school and teach kids how to play soccer. And I was like, well, that sounds amazing. I would love to do that and make money doing it. So it kind of just turned out to be a hobby for me while I was in high school. I had so much fun. And then just a few months into it, I, I started noticing that a lot of kids were signing up and I was getting overwhelmed with the amount of students I had. So I had my now fiance, then he was my boyfriend. He started helping me. And before I knew it, I had 50 players at this one school and we were like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. This is so much fun. We're just yeah. playing with kids. And we decided to kind of run with it and decided to grow it. And now a few years later, and I'm trying to make it a little bit short, so it's not so long. But no, no, you're good. A few years later, I, you know, I went to college and I decided to grow this company. And I, it used to be called Kick It with Natalie, so me and the kids kicking soccer balls around. And <laughs> I decided to change the name with Jacob because both of us were now running it. 
And um, as I was in college, we just scaled the company. And by the time it was time for me to graduate, I didn't have to go, you know, look for a corporate job anywhere because the company was at you know multiple six figures. And before we knew it, we had like twenty coaches working under us. And wow, it was, it was kind of crazy. It was definitely something I didn't expect, and I had no idea what I was doing going into it. But I learned so much along the way. Oh yeah. And then from there. It just became this company and it still, it still exists. Core Sports Academy is here in Orlando and we have 30 programs that we run after school soccer and basketball programs for kids. And yeah, so I guess how I transitioned from that company to Classy Network yeah. is I really just, I started losing the passion and excitement for, you know, just coaching soccer. And I, I mm. was really excited about entrepreneurship as a whole, like it changed my life. It was something that I was passionate about and I wanted to empower more young women to be able to start their own businesses as well. And that was something that excited me more than anything. Yeah. And I was really kind of hung up on, you know, something's wrong with me. Why don't I, why am I not excited about running this service-based company anymore? I have something good here. What's wrong with me? And I was really kind of like in a down phase in my entrepreneurship journey. It was a never ending roller coaster, but I realized to, I, it's okay. It's okay to evolve and kind of your passions yeah. can change. And I, I came to terms with that. And I realized, you know what? Okay, I'm going to do this and I'm going to hire a team to kind of take over my business so I can so I can pursue something new. So I can yeah. decide to change the path of my life because it's what I want and I can feel it inside. So from there, wow. I just really stuck to that passion I had with bringing together female entrepreneurs and empowering other young women to do that. So I decided to start the Classy Network. And what I first I had... <laughs> thank you. I love <laughs> it so much. I feel honestly so aligned right now in my life. Uh, yeah. But that's because I followed that voice and mm -hmm. that intuition. And there's so many people out there who kind of ignore it and just say, you know, this is safe. This is stable. And I wanted to, to kind of take the risk. And I'm so glad that I did. And I yeah. feel like when you have that feeling, you really have to follow it. Do you, do you know what helped you tap into that feeling? Or do you feel like it's just been something that you've always been able to do? Like, because that's a really young age to have a successful business. Mm -hmm. You graduate college, you're like, wait, I don't have to go into the corporate world and get a job. Mm -hmm. I'm here. My gut's telling me to do something else. Like, is there anything um, that you think would help someone who feels that way um, that you can kind of explain how you felt? I would just say... It's that, just that feeling that you have inside of you that's just not exciting anymore. Like you're just yeah. not, you're not excited to wake up in the morning. And if, if that's the reason why, ask yourself and, and kind of dig a little bit deeper as to, you know, why am I not feeling the way I should be feeling? And yeah. that's just kind of what I did. And I knew that this was something, like I know what it feels like to wake up excited. And yeah. I, could, I, I felt that kind of, I felt it diminishing and it was kind of going away. And I was like, what is it? Why? Yeah. And I just kind of dug deeper and I knew that I wanted, I had other passions that I really wanted to explore. And I, I think that that's okay as you're an entrepreneur, it's okay to do that. And I think that was my biggest obstacle was mm -hmm. coming to terms with knowing that it's okay to do that and change paths if you want to. Cheers to you for really using happiness as a compass Mm -hmm. you know, and like that inner gut feeling. I just think that that's such a powerful testimony. Okay. So tell us about Classy Network and yeah. kind of how that evolved. Cause this company is 
killing it, girl. I'm so excited. Fill, fill us in. Okay. Thank you so much, by the way. Um, so Classy Network, I knew in my head that I wanted to bring together like-minded female entrepreneurs. I wanted to empower and encourage other women to start a business and kind of steer away from the society's, you know, normal route of life, which is go to college, go work for someone else. And even if you're not happy, that's okay. You still have to work there because you have to make a living. You have to have a stable job. And I really wanted to empower other women and let them know that that's not the only way. And school doesn't teach us that. So it's something that I was really passionate about as well. Um, So that's how I came up with the name is Classy Network because I really wanted it to be more than just a product-based company. And I guess we'll go into how I found the product. So I, one day I was working on my computer. I mean, I worked from home for a while and I was on my computer literally all day and it was time to go to sleep. And I was closing my eyes, trying to go to sleep. And I just, every time I closed my eyes, I saw this white screen and I knew Mm -hmm. that it was from the computer and it was the screen. And I'm like, it won't go away. It was freaking me out so much that in that moment I decided to do research and I was just like looking it up to see what this is. I could tell it was the light from the screen. And I found out that it's blue light. And what blue light is, is it's basically a light on the visible spectrum that we can see. The sun has blue light, but so does our digital devices, like your laptop, your phone, even fluorescent lighting and LED lighting has blue light in it. And too much exposure to it can cause side effects like eye pain, eye fatigue, insomnia. That's what I had, as well as headaches. Some people get massive migraines and nausea. And that was something that I was experiencing. And I was like, oh my goodness, this is scary a little bit because screen time is just increasing over the years. And I think it's also something that a lot of people, we don't know, we don't know the long-term effects of staring at screens for so long because screens are so new. It hasn't been around for that long. Like we haven't seen a 65-year-old person who's been using screens for 10 hours a day. Such a good point. We don't know what the eyes look like, right? So it's important to protect your eyes now because who knows if we're going to lose our vision in 20, 30 years because we're staring wow. for so long. So it Hold on one second because yeah. <laughs> anyone listening, like soak that in. It's like, we don't think about that, especially as like 20 or 30 something year olds. What is the long-term side effects of this? Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Thank you for, for researching it and starting this. Continue. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's okay. I mean, it's kind of scary and yeah. not just staring at screens, but for me personally, I used to, my first job, I was a cashier at a grocery store. I was 16 years old and I, you know, was just in there for hours a day scanning groceries and I was in fluorescent lighting. And every time I worked for a full shift, I would feel nauseous and get headaches at the end of it. And back then I didn't know what it was, but now looking back, I know that it was the light and it was affecting my body. And even to this day, if I spend, you know, a full day at the mall shopping, I would feel nauseous and kind of gross from all the artificial light. The past Two or three times I went to the mall, I wore my blue blockers and it's a game changer. I don't feel that at all. So if people have that as side effects for artificial light, blue blockers will help you as well. So that's something that I wanted to test yeah. out. Because yeah, I knew it worked for screens, but I wasn't sure about the artificial light and stuff. And oh my gosh, it freaked me out. I'm like, that's yeah. crazy. How is light so bad for our bodies? So so you're yeah. researching it and then mm-hmm. you just decide I'm going to buy some of these glasses because there's enough research right. behind it or right. tell so, us about that. Yeah. So I was looking on the market and at the time I couldn't find any cute ones. There yeah. were all these orange glasses that looked like construction working glasses. They're really <laughs> ugly and I didn't want to go there. And then I found actually a good pair that I was like, oh, those are cute. They're you know not the cutest, but they're a little bit more stylish. So I ordered them. 
but it took over 20 days for it to get to me. And I realized they were drop shipping from China and it wasn't, you know, the website was kind of branding cool, but then you get the glasses in this box and it just was like, you know, some glasses without a case. It was very just like, you could tell it was drop shipping from China. And immediately when I got those, I was like, someone needs to do it better. And that's me. Like, I don't know what it was. It was just this feeling that I got and I just took a lot of action, just started, you know, researching and figuring out manufacturers and picking out styles that I liked. And it just kept happening. It kind of like was a snowball effect after I just took massive action and said, I'm doing this. It, it just came together. And Can we pause for one second? Because yeah. I want to hear, I'm thinking if I was hearing this story and I had the opportunity to ask you this question, I would be like, <laughs> what is the conversation behind closed doors right now? So like you get on your computer, you're like, I need a blue blocker glasses. These are drop shipped from China. Mm -hmm. I want to do it cuter or someone needs to do it. Wait, that's me. Now, (laughs) what's the conversation with your fiance, Jacob? What's your, like, what's the dialogue going on behind closed doors when you just decide you're going to start a business with this? Well, so for us, we've never done a product-based company or anything, but I've had friends that, um, like I have a close friend of mine that owns a shoelace company. So she does products, she has manufacturers overseas and things like that. So right away I was like, okay, someone needs to do this better. These ones are cute. So it's possible to make them cute. They don't have to be orange lenses for them to be effective. So I know we can make it good. And so from there, I reached out to my shoelace friend and I was like, hey, like, what would be my first step here? Because I really am excited about this and I want to see it through. And so she kind of told me how I can get in touch with some manufacturers. And then from there, it's really digging and you have to do the work to see you know, who you can communicate with the best and who has the styles that you like yeah. and like if they can put in the blue light lenses and things like that. So it's really just a lot of research and and testing, Mm -hmm. but then I finally found a manufacturer to where we could build it out the way I wanted to. And I didn't, I really didn't want to drop ship. I wanted to create an experience for the consumer and not just have the glasses with our logo, but also go another step and do custom packaging to make it feel exciting when you get something in the mail. And that was something I really wanted to do. And branding is just so important for, for stores, for products and for everything really as a business. Branding is really, really important. And I feel like that's another reason why we've done so well so quickly is because the branding and the movement behind it, empowering other female entrepreneurs and creating products and resources to encourage them to keep going, just all of it together is really, I feel like what's worked. So yeah. That's amazing. And so you actually launched this company in May, Mm -hmm. right? Yes. May of 2018. Yes. Like, wow, you guys have accomplished so much. Can you walk us through like May to now, maybe some of the struggles that you've gone through or just anything that you think could kind of add value to someone who's thinking, wow, that's amazing that she took an existing product mm-hmm. and tweaked it, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think, I don't know if you run into this, but I feel like I talked to a lot of people that are waiting for this crazy idea, mm-hmm. but it's like, wait a second like look at what Ubers did with taxis, right? It's just doing something better and more convenient with Mm -hmm. the branding and the network that you've created and the shipping and the style, um, all of that. So I guess to to rephrase my question, (laughs) May, 2018, you're like, Uh I'm launching this. I don't really know what I'm doing, but Mm -hmm. here we go. What what was that like? What did that feel like? And kind of what has the, the journey been like in the last 
Not even yeah. a year, six months. Like, yeah, six months. Yeah. It's been, honestly, it's been a roller coaster. A lot of ups and downs, kind of like you said, is expected. I think um, I, I knew I wanted to start off slow. So we had, I think, 200 glasses to start. It was just a small, soft launch to see, test the market and see if this would actually work. Yeah. And so from there, I guess my first obstacle that I've experienced with manufacturers overseas is things can get stuck in customs. Like the timeline of things is not going to be what you always expect. And you have to be okay with kind of releasing control of those situations. Yeah. Because for me and being an entrepreneur at 18 and having it, you know, a business for a few years, I just, I've always had such a tight grip on everything and I had so much control. Yeah. And then when it was out of my hands, it was a problem. I had so much anxiety and I was like, how can I do this? My customers are waiting. Like I was kind of, I've already announced what this is and people are kind of waiting for the product and it's not here yet. A lot yeah. of crazy emotions in that time, but I just learned to just, you know what, be honest and transparent and let everybody know what's going on. And then just let go of control. And when it happens, it's all going to happen the way it needs to. Uh, yep. So that was, I would, I would say like one of the challenges that we faced having a product. Um, yeah. And then from there, when we got our products in, I knew personally the power of Instagram and mm -hmm. selling on Instagram. It's, it's crazy because a lot of the big companies haven't even caught on yet of how powerful influencer marketing and micro influencers and, and all of the Instagram social media thing is. Yeah. And, I, I knew just for being, I guess, a millennial on Instagram all the time. So uh -huh. I knew that was something that we wanted to explore. So without any paid advertising or anything at all, I just simply reached out to a few micro influencers on Instagram and I told them our brand and what it stands for and the product that we have. I kind of did a little demo for them and I just sent them a video message on Instagram DMs. And yeah. from there, I got two influencers that had less than 20,000 followers. So they really didn't have a big following at all, but they did have really engaged, loyal followers. And I could tell from that. And I was fans because, you know, I was following them as well. And yeah. fr from there, I just had those two influencers shout out my brand once we had our product and we sold out completely of the soft launch in the first two weeks. Oh, and, and that's what a cool like, oh, feeling, <laughs> Natalie. Oh my gosh. I can only imagine you're like, this worked. <laughs> oh yeah. It was a really cool feeling. Like Jacob and I were jumping up and down the first day of launch. We we're like, what? How did we do this in one day? Like the first day of launch was so successful for us. And I think we did like over 1500 in sales in a day and we we're freaking out. We're like, that is amazing. Oh, so wow. That was just like, you know, the first day, the first taste of it. Of and course. Yeah. And we're like, oh my goodness, we're selling out. We have, we have to do more. And yeah. from there, it just got more and more exciting. And I invested more money in products, more money in packaging. And like, uh, we have little postcards that are included inside the packages, kind of telling people like, thank you for buying from us and a little bit about it's our mission. It's so cute. So, so <laughs> cute. I love the packaging and how quick it comes. It's crazy. Anyway, uh, sorry. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, no, that's important. It's definitely yeah. important to us and to consumers. Four days is like, because our shipping's two to four days US. And sometimes if it's like not there by four days, people are like, where's my package? <laughs> yeah, we're so, used to it. In an Amazon world, we're used to getting shipping faster. Exactly. So yeah. smart of you. Sorry. Okay, yeah. back to the in Instagram influencer and kind of like how you mm -hmm. started to build the brand. Yeah, so I guess from there... We had a couple micro influencers and then the word of mouth just started spreading. So just yeah. like the power of Instagram is insane. And we had their friends reaching out to us and bigger influencers reaching out to us because I guess they're friends with the micro influencers and they wanted to rep our, our products as well. And so 
still at this point, we had no paid advertising and it was all through influencers on social media. And I feel like that has done so well for us and for our small brand, because when you see someone else that you truly know, like, and trust on Instagram wearing a product, it speaks volumes compared to a commercial on TV. Absolutely. that's something that I, I knew and I, and I saw it come to life and it, I, it was mind blowing. It was honestly mind blowing. Uh, mm-hmm. But from there, it was just, I guess, a snowball. And then we started doing a little um, Facebook ads and things like that. But it's been really, really awesome. I think there's like one thing to note there out of it too is you've shown up and been so honest in mm-hmm. your journey of this, right? When there's issues, like one thing that you said of when there was issues with customs, it's like you're being transparent about that. And I think a lot of times entrepreneurs or just people in general, whether they're not entrepreneurs are afraid to be transparent because they're concerned of what someone else thinks. But in reality, I'm thinking from a consumer lens, I appreciate and respect that and Mm -hmm. really admire that. And it actually makes me want to back that person more, whether it's an entrepreneur, like a young female entrepreneur like yourself, um, or it's someone just, you know, in in any capacity of their life, that's like, I'm just going to be transparent about what's actually going on. So I love that that you were willing to be honest. Yeah. That that was like a real challenge for me, especially in the beginning as my journey as an entrepreneur. I mean, I'm 18 years old. I'm like, I'm way too young to be running a business. I didn't want want my customers to know that I was the owner of the company. Like I was totally okay with them thinking I was just like a soccer coach and not the owner because I was afraid that they were going to judge me. They were going to, you know, take their kids out of my soccer coaching program because I was the owner. Um, And I was just hiding behind that for years, honestly. Like it took me three to four years into my journey to finally like get on a microphone. Cause we used to have, uh, we still do have these big tournaments where everyone kind of comes together. And finally at one of the tournaments, I grabbed the mic and I was like, Hey guys, like I'm Natalie, I'm the owner of the company. And like from that moment that I kind of announced it, everything changed. Like all of my customers were just coming up to me saying like, thank you for doing this. Like, it's amazing how young you are. Like they wanted to stand behind the company even more. Absolutely. Here thinking that it was ruining, you know, my brand because of who I am. And it's so important. Now from that moment, I realized, so as I started classy network, I knew how important it was to have an attractive character for your brand versus just having a brand where people don't even know who the owner is. And it's just a brand, you know, I feel like having the person behind it and having that relatability factor and things like that make a big difference. And I mean, honestly, I think you being like, it's like, I want a champion for you being, you know, five years older than you. I'm like, she's killing it. Like, I want everyone to know what you're doing. I wanted you to have, have you on the podcast because I think it's so inspiring for people to hear about your entrepreneurial journey and the network that you've built around it, which I know we're going to talk a little bit about branding, but I think it's, it's so important to hear from someone who's successful in their business at a young age that young people get imposter syndrome, just like people that think I'm too old. I'm too unqualified. I'm Mm -hmm. overqualified. I'm X, Y, Z. Everybody has something that they're saying to themselves Mm -hmm. of why they can't do it. And it's so interesting to hear someone on the opposite side of the spectrum where you felt as if you were too young, but Mm -hmm. when you chose to step into it, look how many people are willing to champion for you and, Mm -hmm. and speak for free about your product because they're so excited, right? Right. It's, it's amazing. I'm so, I'm so proud of you and so impressed by you. Oh, so. thank you. You're so sweet. It's it's honestly just about taking action yep. and realizing that there's people out there that are way less credible than you and they're yep. doing so well just because they decided to do it and to Boom. take and, and jump, right? So yep. 
a lot of us kind of put ourselves down and we're our worst critic, but to just step into, you know, that person that wants to do it and step into your confidence, take action and jump. Amazing things will happen. You just have to kind of let go. I love that. So, okay. What you've done with Classy Network is so different because it's not just one product. Like you're really building this as a foundation to really branch off and do lots of things. And I know you've got big plans for Classy Network. So can you talk to us a little bit more about why you chose to brand it the way you did and and why it is so different from other companies out there that maybe haven't made that choice to build a network? Like you included network in the name for a reason, right? Right. Yeah. So our new packaging, um, as you, you probably know, we changed our logo a little bit and kind of like the feel of it. I feel like every time I'm just, I'm trying to always put in more to the company and make it better in any way that I possibly can. And our new thing with our new packaging is going inside the box. It's going to say, welcome to the network. So people really like feel like they're part of this network now just from buying products and kind of learning about who we are. And I think that what makes us different than the other companies is the movement that I am trying to push behind it. And that's mm-hmm. to empower more female entrepreneurs and empower them to keep going. Because as you know, it is hard and there's yeah. days where we want to give up. And I want to just encourage everyone to keep going because life, you deserve to be happy in life. And there's so many people out there that are living a life that they're not enjoying. They're miserable just because it's safe. Yeah. And I want to empower them to take the risk and understand that this is your life and is short and you deserve to be happy, right? And I feel like having this mission and movement behind the brand makes us different than all these other people out there or other brands out there and also bringing people together and to, to kind of create a community that stands behind the movement. Absolutely. Community is everything with this and just mm-hmm. in life in general, I think. Mm-hmm. So t- yeah, talk to us more about the branding part of it. Right. So branding is just so important. And for me, when I get, you know, the glasses that I got that were drop shipped, it just felt icky, right? It felt Mm -hmm. icky in the mail and it didn't feel exciting. And that compared to having a branded box and having the logo on it, having it say, welcome to the movement with a thank you postcard, just the feeling that people get when things are branded, it just is an entirely different experience. And that is also something that I teach in, because I also have a coaching program teaching online coaches how to sell on Instagram because Instagram is such a big platform that I realized is so powerful. And after the experience with Classy Network, I just started kind of giving tips on my personal Instagram. And from there, people were asking me more and more questions on how can I do this for myself. And for me, it was just easy to relate it from a brand to a human and to a person. And so I started giving feedback on my Instagram and then from there, I decided to just start a program because I was getting so many questions. So I have a program called the Instagram Sales Accelerator, and it basically teaches online coaches how to brand yourself on Instagram and kind of create an offer and start your own business. Because for me, that's just what I stand for. I want to encourage other yeah. people to start their own online businesses. And so that is kind of what I do in the Instagram Sales Accelerator. And I teach on branding a lot. And that's one of our big kind of pillars and modules in that program. And if you are, and I think you do this so good. So for your personal brand, I feel like I know who you are. I know Keisha, she is a, she's into fitness. She's into female empowerment. And also she shows her relationship with Sina and she has a dog <laughs> and she's full of energy, right? And this is something that I always, you know, coach people on with Instagram as well for themselves is think about what is it that you stand for yeah. as a person? Instead of just a brand, like what do you stand for as a person? What are your 
brand pillars, right? Think of, you know, three to five things that you stand for that makes you you and that you do all the time and you would want to showcase on your Instagram. Because if you are just someone on Instagram who has a bunch of different interests, hobbies, a bunch of different things, people aren't going to be as attracted to you because they don't really know what it is that you do or what you stand for. Good point. Right. So I always say it's really important to figure out what it is that you stand for or that you want to stand for. Put it on paper, write down your brand pillars and then ask yourself, what do you want to be known for? You know, like this is what's going to make you stand out on Instagram. So I think that branding is so huge and not just for for brands, but for people as well. And another thing I really like to do for asking yourself what you want to be known for on Instagram is to write a list of things that, that you like, right? Maybe that's vanilla lattes at Starbucks. Maybe that's your cat. Maybe that's, you know, a specific type of food that you eat all the time, right? Just like write a list of things that make you, you, what you stand for and kind of circle those things and then showcase them often on your Instagram. So people feel like they can relate to you and know who you are. Like, I feel like I know you because you personally are jumping on your trampoline all the time. Like you. I know. I know. It's so funny. We need to pause because Natalie is the girl that told me to get a trampoline and I listened and, and boy, have you started a movement with that. So that's so funny. I can't even believe it, but honestly it fits your personality so well though, like jumping on the trampoline because you have high energy and like, you're just exciting to, to watch. And I feel like that's a good kind of like action for you to do to kind of show people who you are too. So I feel like it works. And if people want to stand out on Instagram, it's it's definitely important to figure out what do you want to be known for and what are things that you can show often that make you you uh, so people can relate to you. And that's just kind of how it works for brands and personal brands. I love that. I think that's such good, tangible advice for someone that's kind of like feeling like they don't really know what they're doing right now. Maybe they do have a business or Mm -hmm. maybe they're kind of starting to think about eventually wanting to build a business, but they don't know what it is. Mm -hmm. They could proactively take your advice and kind of sit down and be like, what do I stand for? And what are some things that make me me? What are some things that I like? I just think that's such good, tangible takeaway. So thank you so much for that. Yeah, of course, for sure. So one thing that I know you're so passionate about, obviously, is empowering Mm -hmm female entrepreneurs to build businesses that they love. So can we talk a little bit about messy action? Because I think that's something that is so you, like as in willing to research and just say that you're doing something. Um, Can you talk a little bit to the person who's like, Natalie, you are so inspiring. Like you're this young boss, like female entrepreneur who's just killing it, but I'm scared. I'm scared of what other people think. Mm -hmm. I'm scared of starting and like looking quote unquote stupid. I don't believe in that, but you know, people are worried about that. Mm -hmm. And I'm scared that I don't know it all. Like what kind of advice could you give to that person? Right. I guess the first thing I would say is kind of similar to what I said before is there people out there that are more credible and that don't have the certifications that don't have the experience, but they're out there, you know, BSing their way because they're just taking action. Right. And it's kind of like skydiving, right? If you think about the fear that you have in the wait before the jump, that's what you're experiencing right now where you want to take action in your business. So instead of thinking of all these things, try your best to put your blinders on and think about the first thing that needs to happen first. So kind of write a to-do list for action steps that you, you know, the first thing I need to do is look up some manufacturers, right? So if that's the first thing, go for it. And put your blinders on, take 
action because action eliminates the fear. Yes. So true. I, I feel like I talk about this all the time with people, but it's like when you aren't taking action, that is still an action and you're sitting there and all of a sudden you find your like brain is creating these stories of all of the reasons why you can't do it and building it into this huge thing versus you're like, Hey, I need to find a manufacturer. So I'm going to go Google it because it's 2018 and we can Google things and find out all of these resources. I love that. Just don't wait because your mind will take over and it will ruin your, the amount of action that you're going to take. So you just got to like go, go, go without thinking. Yeah, I love that. Okay, one other random question before we get yeah. into the final two questions is, can you walk us through um, like your morning routine? Yeah. A lot of people are trying to figure out their morning routine or if you even have like a night routine um, yeah. that kind of helps set you up or calm you down for the day or both. Yeah. So I guess my morning routine, and it's kind of hard for me because sometimes I'll fall off of it. And then I'm like, Oh, I'm starting to feel like crap. I got to get on my morning routine. And it honestly does make a difference. So for me, I wake up and I always drink water first before like I eat anything at all, just to get my digestion going, drink some water, tall full glass, and then I'll eat something small, maybe like a banana or something. And I'll go do some morning movement whatever that may be. Maybe it is my full on workout for the day, or maybe it's just going for a walk outside. But like, I feel like I need to move my body and kind of create space for myself before I just jump into work. Because that just makes such a difference for my productivity by the end of the day. If I created that me time, I took some deep breaths and I set my intentions for the day before I just dive into it. So I'll do my morning movement, or maybe my little jump on the trampoline, because I love doing that. Um, and it just gets, it gets your body flowing. You feel like you're not just like a zombie going into work, and then you're grumpy all day. And you do something that, that you want to do, right? So that, that would be my morning routine. It's pretty simple. It's just, you know, drink some water, hydrate, eat something small, have some morning movement. Then after you create your space, go into work. By the end of the day, something that I like to do is to make sure that I did something that made me happy that day. So it's not like I have an evening routine, but like I ask myself, like, did I do something that makes me happy? Right? Because if you're not happy, then you're not living. Like you're not truly living your best life if you're not happy. Right? So, so I, what I like to do is like, I'll write a list of things that make me happy, whether that's cookies. Oh my gosh, I love cookies so much. So <laughs> by the end of the day, I'm just like, oh, I worked so hard today. I'll tell my fiance, Jacob, I'm like, Jacob, let's make some cookies. Like, that's <laughs> what makes me happy. So um, I write, you know, write on a list of things that make you happy, maybe like 25 to 50 things. And then just take a look at that list if you're like at the end of your day and say like, what can I do that, that's going to lighten my mood, that's going to make me happy today? And maybe you do it naturally, maybe not, but it's important to make it a priority because it changes the outlook and the the way you feel every day. I love that. Oh, so good. Okay. So last um, question that I ask everyone is we actually have a Spotify playlist that we're building. Um, So I want to know your pump up jam and Mm -hmm. I want to know anything around this concept of if you're kind of feeling stuck or mm-hmm. in a funk. And I know we've talked a little bit about this, um, mm-hmm. but if you're feeling in a funk and you need to pull yourself out of it, what mm-hmm. is like an action step someone could take to mm-hmm. pull themselves out that maybe works for you? 
Right. Uh, a few things. So first, the songs that I really love yeah. is Forever by Chris Brown. Because yes. that song just gets me so excited and happy. Every time I listen to it, I just want to dance. And mm-hmm. then um, Got a Feeling. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Um, Black Eyed Peas. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah okay. okay. Yeah. I love <laughs> I it. Love I love that song too. Because every time you hear it, you just start nodding your head and you're like, like today is going to be a good day so those are my two songs that I would I would say and then as far as like taking action like what can I do a a good one is jumping on your trampoline to get like the energy flowing to get excited and have your body moving because if your body acts excited then you you start changing your emotions to be excited so that's something Um, another thing that really works for me if I'm not feeling that if I'm just like really kind of down and I just can't even get myself to jump on a trampoline, I'll go for a walk and I'll just go outside in nature and just breathe and just allow, you know, the four walls of my house to just go away, go out into the open air and walk and kind of just like talk to myself and kind of go for a walk, maybe listen to some music and things like that. Um, and then I was going to give another tip, but I think I lost it. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's great. And then are you, are you a verbal processor? Like, do you, oh. when you're trying to go through things, do you need to kind of like word vomit it out? Oh God, poor Jacob. Yes. <laughs> like, he's just, I like talk all day and just, you know, sometimes he doesn't even answer and I'm like, hello. And he's like, what, what do you want me to say? Like, you're talking to yourself. Like, I know you just need to get it out. Like, that's just yes. things. How'd you know? <laughs> yes. That's, that's me too. Sita and I, every night will go for a walk with Lizzie, our dog. Uh-huh. And I'm just like, okay, I need about 10 minutes to just like word vomit this all out. And he just like is the sounding board. I'm like, okay, Uh now what do you think? And then he'll say his two cents, but it really helps. It does help. I figured that was, that's your jam since you like to go (laughs) on walks too. Um, So Natalie, where can we find you? Mm -hmm. And what's next for Classy Network that we can be on the lookout for? Yeah, so for Classy Network, we're really working on some fun products that I personally feel like just, you know, the stay-at-home female entrepreneur yes. is going to be excited about. So I'm not going to you know say what those products are, but okay. more products coming soon that I really think someone kind of like you, like me, there's so many of us out there that work from home, yet we're building empires. And I think all you guys will really, really enjoy. So be on the lookout for some new products. Um, and then, you know, maybe in the future, I'm excited about maybe doing some events and things like that to yes. really emphasis the network side of the class network. I love that. Oh, I'm so excited for you. And then if we want to connect with you, what's the best way to connect with you? On Instagram. I am on Instagram all the time. So my personal Instagram is it's Natalie Rogers and Classy Network is just Classy Network on Instagram. And if you are interested in going to check out our shop, you can go to uh, classyshop.com. And classy with a K, just in case yeah, anyone's wondering. Classy with a K. Classy with a K. <laughs> and Natalie did hook us up for the Empower Her listeners with if you use Empower Her 10 at mm-hmm. checkout, you'll be able to get a discount on these awesome Blue Blocker glasses and the other products that they have. But oh, I love them so yes, much. So yes. exciting. Okay, last question just to end on to kind of tie this all up in a bow is. Mm-hmm. For the girl that's listening that needs to take action in her life, is there anything that you want to leave her with? I don't want to put the emphasis on like your one piece of advice because whenever I'm interviewed, I'm like, oh, what am I to say right now? But just (laughs) one lasting thing to close this out of of whatever you want to say to that girl that needs to take action is like, Natalie, I love you, but ah, I need to do this. Yes, I guess 
my, my favorite quote, actually, and I have this meaning tattooed on my arm, and it means to create your own reality. You create your own reality. And to remember that it's, it's on you. This is your life. You can do whatever it is that you want. As long as you're not doing anything immorally wrong or like hurting people, you can really do anything you want in this life. And it's just about figuring out what are the steps that I need to do to get there. And I just want to empower anyone that's listening to, to do that and create your reality to what it, it is that you want it to be. I love it. Natalie, thank you so much for all of your wisdom and nuggets and advice and just being here and for mm-hmm. how you're showing up. The ripple effect, you've just scratched the surface on all that you're going to do here. I know it and I'm so excited to know you and thank you for sharing with us today. Thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun. Thank you, girl. Thank you so much for listening. If you love this episode, I would so appreciate it if you share with your girlfriends or better yet, post it on Instagram stories and tag me. Then I can personally say thank you for helping me get this message out there. And if you didn't vibe with it, just keep that to yourself. I'm kind of new here. Still trying to figure it all out. Talk to you soon, girl.